The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? All right. Not bad, not bad. It's been a long week. <laughs> yes. Since last week. Um, check out the homepage, WookieRadio.net. I swear one of these days I will get caught up. But we're current mm-hmm. on all your podcast feeds because the show is posted over on WeBeGeeksPC.com, which is the podcast collective. But you can check out on our homepage, our affiliates like uh, Rebel Sabers. Use code Wookie for 10% off your sabers and saber accessories from Rebel Sabers. Also, too, um, check out Biddy Boomers. It's a great place to get some awesome Bluetooth speakers that pack a punch. And who knows? I've I, I heard rumors uh, they may even survive a fire. I've seen this. I've seen this being talked of. <laughs> uh, <I'm by. laughs> also, too, uh, check out Red Flag Workshop. Use code SMUGGLER3, singular smuggler, not smugglers, SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase there. Uh, they make some great patches, and uh, there's some other cool stuff coming. I've seen preview samples today of uh, some work that I'm helping them with, so those are coming down the pike. I can't say what they are yet. It's just say everyone's going to like them. Um, and then also, too, as you heard in our uh, right before the, the theme song, uh, which is performed by a couple members of the group Bodactin, who I get to see next week, guys. They're, they're back at Epcot next week. So I get to see them again. Uh, been a while, been a long while, pre-pandemic since I saw them. Um, but uh, use code um, WinGeeks15 for 15% off your purchase from toink.com. 
Uh, guys, you, you've played Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic 2. I know, Derek, you're one of your favorite characters in Star Wars comes from that game. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it was fun, great games. I think they're still the first one's still rated as one of the best role-playing games of all time yeah. on a computer. And, and I can't wait for the for the remaster to come out, because hopefully it makes those characters canon. But we have on the comm lines with us voice actress she's also a regular actress uh, but she is voicing the character of Bastilia from um, the Knights of the Old Republic movie saga which as soon as I introduce her she could correct me some films are already out but there's a new one coming and this is Christina Nichols how are you doing Christina I'm doing great how are you good now some films are already out from the saga yes they are yes and they are all free to watch too so it's uh it's really a great thing and since you said they're free to watch where can we watch these at you can watch those on YouTube anytime well I'll, I'm going to YouTube to watch them now well not now we're recording I have a little extra time on my hands this week I, I found out today so I may have to go and watch those uh, I'm yeah. gonna have to watch them yeah and they, some of them are full length two hours I mean they're fantastic oh, oh can't wait <laughs> uh, these yeah. are these are being put on by um if i remember correctly caden century studios yes yep so tell us a little bit about how you got involved in this project it's so weird. There's a lot of a lot of people ask me how I got into voice acting in general, but um, everything sort of just comes to me, falls into my lap, which is really weird because people are like, how do I get into this? I'm like, I don't I, I honestly don't know what steps you would take <laughs> because it, it honestly just it, it seems to fall into my lap and at the most opportune times. Um, so I became friends with Kevin Smets, who is um, part of um, Caden Sundry Studios. And so um, I had been doing a couple of voiceovers here and there and we became, you know, we became acquaintances and then we became friends and it just turned into, hey, do you want to voice so-and-so in this movie? I know you're a voice actress. Um, you know, it'd be great if you could, you know, maybe audition. And I did. And the rest is history. Okay. Now, were you familiar with, with KOTAR or Knights of the Old Republic before you took on the projects? Oh, oh yeah. I had it on Xbox, like the whole deal, like way back <laughs> in the day. I've been a Star Wars fan since birth. I had older brothers. So, I mean, it's just been... I have tattoos all over me that are all Star Wars tattoos. I mean, it's it's a whole lifestyle for me. I'm part of the 501st. So, yeah, yeah, I did my first uh, my first couple of costumes. I did Thai Reserve and then I built my own um, Thai pilot with resin. And uh, that was that was the first time I ever built anything, which was absolutely insane. I was so intimidated, um, but it ended up coming out amazing. So, I mean, it's a whole lifestyle for me. So I was all too thrilled to get into anything that had to do with KOTOR. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, can I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all the opportunity to ask some questions before I go on a tear because you know I, I could go on a tear. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as Mike said, you're an um, actress and a voice actress and things. Um, where, where did you get your start and how how did that happen? I mean, I know you said you kind of just walked into the roles like this, but in general, how did you get into the? Um, where did the idea come to get into the industry? I have since as long as I can remember, ever since I was a little kid, I've been performing for my family members and stuff. So I've always just kind of been in that performer mindset where I've I've always wanted to do this. 
And it, you know, uh, living in Boston for most of my life, it was a struggle, you know, background work on Adam Sandler films is pretty much all you get in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where it starts. But, um, I, you know, voice acting fell into my lap and I just fell in love with it, moved out to California, things snowballed from there. And then I ended up moving back to New England and buying a house out here. And, um, and now it's just a lifestyle. It's a whole career for me. Oh, Very cool. You, you piqued Derek's interest because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in his neck of the woods. Nice. Yep. Uh, I live in Massachusetts, uh, central nice. Massachusetts, Worcester County. Oh, no kidding. Yep. My sister lives there. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. I live right by uh, Mount Wachusett. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he has a haunted house in uh, in Gardner. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, that's, that, cool. that's, a, that's a balloon up a, along the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, but we, we did see those headlights tonight. <laughs> um, so the, there's been quite a few Kotar movies that have been put out. Uh, Familiar Path, mm-hmm. uh, Nights in the Darkness Part Two, mm-hmm. um, and then you also were. I'm cheating. I'm looking at your resume. That's I got, okay. <laughs> I got it. That's how I do my research. So it makes me prepared. Um, of course. I'm looking Galaxy's Edge, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. What, because of where I work, when I saw this on your resume, it's like, what should I know? And what should I be listening for if this is park related? It's not park related. <gasps> it's it's okay. a film. Yeah. I wish it were park related. Um, having gone to Disneyland so many times when I was in California, I wish I were one of the voices that you hear. Um, in the park, but unfortunately, I I have not done that yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> you need to come Walt Disney World is better. Yes, I've heard that it's better, and now that I'm on the East Coast, I'm absolutely going. <laughs> I, I can verify it's better because that's where I work is Walt Disney World. Amazing. Epcot, but yeah, <laughs> still yeah. our our galaxy awesome. our galaxy's edge is better. No way. Okay, because I I literally was brought to tears the first time I walked into Galaxy's Edge. Oh, <laughs> so was I. So was I. Yeah, I was like, this is so overwhelming. It's like being in Star Wars universe right now. This is incredible. I, I got to be there when Derek went for the first time. He and his wife. He. I don't mm-hmm. think. He, I don't remember seeing your eyes water, Derek. But you were overwhelmed to enough that. Sticking yeah. with the crowd? Yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I was more, more in, in in just awe of everything, and yeah, I, I just say ours is better because, well, I'm biased. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been to the one in California. To the, to the California one, Mike. I have not, <laughs> but I've been to ours, which is exactly the same as California's, except our paint scheme is a little bolder and a little crisper, mm. partially because we'll look at the weather we have here compared to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally see that. So, And I hear it's bigger at Disney World. So, It's the exact same size, 14 acres. Is it really? 14 acres, no just way. like California. It's the exact okay. same footprint. No kidding. Okay, maybe it just seems bigger because people are always like oh it's bigger at disney world i'm like okay no it's the same okay i've only been to downtown disney and disney world so Uh, i have absolutely no experience except for that i lived in florida for eight months that was that was it we'll we'll talk after show (laughs) um so galaxy's edge a star wars story was a another fan film yes I'm, I think I'm going to come back to that uh, okay. to discuss later because you know mainly we're going to talk about the Kotar stuff, but you also did. I, I'm going to assume this is another fan film, Mace Window, Window, Window. Yes, right, Mace <laughs> Window, uh, Mace Window, the the window cleaner. I mean, uh, Jedi of the Republic. Um, yes. 
So to, to touch on something in the in the prequel era must have been just as fun. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. And that was more of like a um, like a comic type of thing that was um, like an audio set to, you know what I mean? So it was it was really cool to do. And uh, I really, really enjoyed that because I, I like I like um, for me, like the books are amazing. I, I love all the books. So so so, so Mace Windu was almost like a, uh, a motion comic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I've done every time I see something like that, I'm like, okay, I'm auditioning for that because that's, you know, that's the dream is to work on Star Wars stuff. So having done, you know, just quickly going back to Galaxy's Edge, what era is that set in? I have to go back and look at that one because that one was so long ago. And some of these that I've done, um, they I've done them and they haven't come to fruition yet. So even though I've recorded and done the scripts for them, I've done so many that it kind of all becomes a blur. So I have to go back and look at those because sometimes I just completely forget that I did them. Like somebody recently was like, hey, I saw the trailer for the new KOTOR thing. And I was like, I, I didn't even realize it was out. <laughs> I just, I, completely it just gets lost because i do you know so many projects that it just gets lost and i'm like oh crap i totally forgot to watch it and i should probably be promoting that so i'm gonna have to go back and look at that one and, and see it i, I think I, it's independent okay. in and of itself i have to check because i think the character that i play is like a totally made up character in that as well yeah it says you played captain kana tanik Yes. Yes. That was, that was years ago. And I don't even know if that came out. Okay. I have to double check that. <laughs> like I said, I've, I've completely lost track. But having, having done roles in different timelines, do you, mm-hmm. and being a fan, do you have a favorite timeline in Star Wars that you like? My favorite timeline, I don't think I've ever even been able to explore. Like my favorite timeline is the timeline of Darth Bane in Xana. So okay. Um, that's, that's my favorite. I, I love everything about Bane's story. Like he, he's just like top tier for me. And I love the, the, like the whole, just everything that has to do with him. And then Xana, um, I'm actually trying to get the 501st to get a Xana going, but they haven't, you know, I haven't bitten yet. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's really, I, I just love that timeline. I love everything to do with his storyline. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love it. I have an idea for the 501st. Uh, right now I'm re I'm reserve Jedi mm-hmm. assembly reserve rebel Legion. Nice. Um, but I have an idea for my first costume for 501st. I'm not going to say what it is on air because I don't want someone to steal it. I get that. <laughs> Because if I do it, I could be the first, but I got I got buy into it. But I've got all the all the reference to go. Nope, it's been on screen, so it's legit. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So, um, go ahead, somebody. I heard a breath. <laughs> Did no, it wasn't no, no. no. <laughs> all right, so I'm enjoying. Got, um, I've drawn a blank now. So how did you how did uh, how did you get started with all of the these these YouTube movies and such? It just it, it's been just a wild ride of people actually um, contacting me through word of mouth. People would be like, "Hey, I you know I know this voice actress that uh, that you need to look into," and then people will be like, "Hey, you know, do you want to maybe try out for this role?" And it just goes from there. And of course, when it comes to Star Wars stuff, I'm like, yes, yes, I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm still trying to get, you know, I'm still trying to get the attention of, you know, 
things like I have friends who have been in, like in the 501st who have been in all the big Star Wars series that are like Lucasfilm, like on screen, on film, on set. And I'm like, oh, man, right. you know, <laughs> so I'm still trying to get there. there. It, it, it's funny you say that because uh, for our Star Wars podcast day episode, we had Adashir Radapur. Yes, that's one of my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> crazy. Yes. That's so funny. Yes, he he is awesome. He's doing so, and I see all his posts, and I'm like, wow, man, you you have you're living the dream right now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he had some fun stories to tell. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's a really awesome guy. Now, have you ever found um, like audition links for different things for Lucasfilm animation or or even regular Lucasfilm projects? I haven't yet. And it's funny because I did have, and I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't want to get, you know, slapped with a lawsuit, but I did have an agent that didn't work out for me because there wasn't anything really coming in that I was interested in or that really fit my category um, as a voice actor or an actor. So I was getting stuff for like stunt work and I'm like, I'm not a stunt person. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so I am actively looking for another agent um so that i can kind of get those opportunities to get into that okay that's kind of amusing because I, I looked through your resume here at the bottom and had it saw all the physical stuff at it or that's on there which i understand mm-hmm. that's um because so that people know you can do that stuff but yes <laughs> fact, you're not yes. looking for stunt work is interesting <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes like i can ride a horse i've been riding horses you know since i was nine but that doesn't mean that i'm a stunt person on a horse <laughs> so yeah um well looking down the resume here you got a lot of voiceover credits and stuff what is what would you think is your favorite role you've done not just star oh wars just in general what did you have the oh most fun God. with that is such a hard Either live action voiceover answer. video game any of it i have to say that honestly the kotor films are probably my number one i mean i have so many projects that i absolutely love um but you know playing bastila and playing captain yari and and the kotor because I love playing, I love playing a bad guy. Like I love playing like the the strong, just don't mess with me kind of bad guy Sith, you know. Um, and of course, I don't get to really, I don't, I don't really get to explore that with Bastila. So playing like you know Captain Yari, where I'm kind of like the don't mess with me, you know. Uh, Sith is is the most fun. So I had to say that those are those are my number one. I absolutely love anything that has to do with that. So you say you're definitely more Sith than you are Jedi. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I have one of each. I have the ancient Sith and the ancient Jedi symbols as tattoos. But the only reason why I got the Jedi one was it was after Carrie Fisher passed away, and oh. I was like, well, now I have to balance it out and get something that has to do with the light side, just just for Carrie, and I got like a quote from her and stuff but my my very first star wars tattoo was the sith symbol like the the old sith symbol and uh i have five pieces planned that are all dark side for some nice. reason i i foresee carrie not leia but carrie would have been a jedi but a very dark dark jedi yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um now with doing the the kotar movies was it hard i mean were were they wanting you to try and voice match Jennifer Hell and what she did in the first game, or did they just let you do what you want to do? They wanted me to be as close as possible. Um, and um, it's funny because I, I don't really look through the comments a lot on those, you know, those videos and stuff. But when I do see some of them, 
um, people seem to think that I did a good job, which that's great. As long as the fans of the, the games think I did a great job, then I'm happy. So they did want me, they were like, you don't have to be exact, but try to, you know, try to encompass, you know, the, her soft spoken ways and things like that. And her accent. Was it difficult? No, no. I've, I grew up on BBC programming, so I already had the, the accent down and everything. And basically I just had to sound breathy. And that was, that was really just the, the, the hardest part because I have such a, I have such a commanding kind of booming voice most of the time. Um, have you, I know it's going to sound strange. Have you heard from anyone involved in the original game, uh, about your work with the films? Yes, actually, Jennifer Hale, when I posted about it, um, I got her blessing and her kudos for my version of Bastila, which I, (laughs) my life was made. I was like, okay, I have Jennifer Hale's love. That's, that's all I need. (laughs) This is great. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was the ultimate right there. I was like, okay, if I have her blessing, then I'm good. (laughs) That's all that matters. (laughs) That's very cool. She's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, she is amazing. So how excited were you to hear about Kotar potentially making a comeback with a remaster uh, video game wise? Do you think that's going to help bring some... some credibility to the fan films? Absolutely. I think that it's, a lot of people don't like remakes, but I think when it comes to stuff like that, I really feel like it gives an opportunity for, um, for younger generations to kind of like see it, recognize it and fall in love with it the way that we did. Um, And I think that's so important. Um, And I was so excited that I instantly added it to my pre-order list when it first was announced, of course, because I was just like, yep, this is happening. Um, And the fact that it's on PC and it's on Switch, I mean, just absolutely just every single platform I want. I want to play it on. So, (laughs) yeah, that's one game that definitely deserved a remake. Mm-hmm. It did absolutely, absolutely. Is there? Any- it's interesting to see what they what they do to it to um, bring it into the current canon and what changes they've had to make to it. Well, that's that's what I was about to ask. What what are you hoping if they change anything, or what would you want changed uh, to make it brought into the canon, or how would you make it uh, to where it was brought in the canon? You know, I I really that's such a tough question. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, the only thing, my only hope for it in any capacity is that it's because I know a lot of people have issue with the way that the graphics were on Xbox. And some people don't like the fact that our films are in the old animation style. And they're like, well, why couldn't you upgrade the animation and stuff? So honestly, I just want them to do justice to the entire story and to everything about it so that they can make it pleasing enough to the younger generations that maybe it gains that fandom you know, for the for the younger generation so that they can maybe recognize that it's something that's that's wanted and needed um, to be canon. You know, I want I want people to be excited about it. Right. You know, for me, I think the game could stay as is. Mm-hmm. for canon because it takes place 4,000 years before everything we know it. Exactly. And, yep. and High Republic is 400 years before everything, mm-hmm. before the prequels. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, uh, I want to say the MMO, uh, the Old Republic, just takes place shortly after, what, about 2,000 years after mm-hmm. Kotar? So, I mean, it's almost, you know, that Old Republic era could be for, you know, a lot, you know, a longer time and can easily be made canon and left as canon as is with those characters. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Absolutely. So I'm hoping there's not a lot of change, maybe just some cleanup of things to... um, to bring continuity for like the Mandalorian or the Sith warrior uh, storylines to make them con- Definitely. Uh, consistent with the rest of the canon later down the road. Absolutely. I think the only thing I'd really like to see is more of uh, HK 47. Oh my God. Favorite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, one of my top favorite droids of all time. Same. <laughs> my, same. My, my two favorite characters in the whole game is Zalbak and HK. Yeah. I, I have a soft spot for that Wookiee. <laughs> and and he, he's such a fun part of that game. Yeah. No no offense, Christina. Sorry. That That's all right. <laughs> I, like the, I like H- She She's great, but... Yeah, no, H- HK is iconic as well. Like, I just absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. No offense taken. <laughs> <laughs> We're all meat bags here. That's great. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, it's funny that you mentioned um, the MMO because that's that's like one of my top games. Like, I, I'm so sad because all my stuff is still in storage in California and I have my gaming PC in storage in California and man, I miss playing that game <laughs> so much. I've done, I love that game. I've, I've done the recent updates, but I haven't gotten on and played. I haven't, I haven't played in over a year now because I've been in New England for a year. I, I'm, a, I'm a bad gamer. I was out for seven months on my leave and I I logged during that seven months two hours of actual gaming. That's it. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I would do nothing but game. No, I know. <laughs> I, I just I didn't do a lot of anything. <laughs> I've been I've been replaying The Last of Us like a maniac lately. So and I cause just because I'm I'm stuck in the snow in New England, northern New England. So <laughs> I've just been doing nothing but gaming. Well, it was warm today ish <laughs> in in Massachusetts, but unfortunately, I'm I'm selling my house that I we we bought a house in Maine and we're trying to sell it and move down uh-huh. to Massachusetts again because that's where I'm originally from. And that's where I'm trying to get back to, which is crazy because I was trying to, my whole life to get out. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I'm in Ohio and it was almost 70 degrees today. I'm like, wait a minute. This is middle of February. What? It was like 69 degrees today. Oh uh, my God. It was 40 degrees in Maine. Our, our high today here was a very cold 82 degrees. Oh, that's it. not fair. I don't want to hear it either because I, I just moved from California and I'm so sad I moved away from California now. Uh, current, current temperature as we're recording, it's 69. Degrees. Oh, I would be in my pool right now in California <laughs> if I were if I were still there. Oh, now I'm under a heated blanket. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. no, absolutely not. <laughs> if if there was a outside of a film or a series, if there was a Star Wars project that you wanted to be a part of, what would it be? Outside of films and series. Uh, Or outside of games and series series. Outside of the movies or outside of uh, the series. Like Obi-Wan or... That would that would that would be an actual (laughs) Disney approved, Lucasfilm approved project. I know it's a hard question. It is such a hard question because I mean, my ultimate goal is like you know the Mandalorian, Obi Wan, or you know anything like that. Oh, it's such a hard question. I would have to say, I mean, outside of that, I would have to say that I I'd I'd want to be a voice at Galaxy's Edge. I, I think that would probably be one of the if there were no if there were no games to be in or that isn't an option then nope. it would have to be a voice of Ga- games is an option then games then games it is Game, absolutely games audiobooks it's crazy the because parks. the MMO like SWOTOR like the MMO actually follows me on Instagram and I'm like 
don't just follow me, employ me. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. I could easily do a storyline for you guys. <laughs> but you just need to start casually putting it out there like, oh, I'd love to do this or... Oh, I do. I comment on their stuff. I'm like, hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm non-union right now. You could get me for cheaper rates. Come on. <laughs> I am available. Since you mentioned uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, what type of voice would you want to do either with Galaxy's Edge or, or maybe if they were to revamp Star Tours or bring in a, another Star Wars element into the parks? Man, I'd love to do. I love Star Tours. Um, I love Star Tours. I'd love to do like the the announcements at Star um, Star Tours or anything to do with that. Honestly, um, <laughs> I'm not picky. I would do any of it. Any of it. I, I don't even care at this point. Like I just, I love just daydreaming about being a part of any of that. Would be uh, would be a dream come true. Like just, I would love to do any of it. You, you, you had to say Star Tours, so just for you. <laughs> nice. Is that your text message or? Uh, that is my reminder alerts. I love it. Which is the, the current Star Tours. My calendar alerts. <laughs> which is the original tone. <laughs> yes. And a little bit of tidbit. The new tone is repurposed from the old Body Wars attraction. That's awesome. I actually didn't know that. It's Body my, Wars. My, text, my text. Let's see if I can, uh, I can grab my text uh, thing here. Uh, where are we? Notifications. Yeah, my uh, my text tone is. Um, I don't know if you guys could hear that. No. Ah, <laughs> it's my, Palpatine. Do it. My my generic text tone. Transmission commencing. Nice. <laughs> Seems appropriate. And of course, one of my children is R two D two because they're they're light side. It's okay. I still love them. <laughs> uh, my daughter, when she sends me a text, it's a porg because she loves porgs. <laughs> uh, my wife is uh leia going why you scruffy looking scruffy looking nerf herder and then mine on hers is who you calling scruffy looking <laughs> i love that that's awesome so i have the uh my my text is the mouse droid nice which is which can be really loud sometimes when you don't realize it <laughs> and if i'm at work or something and it goes off everybody's like what was that because you said that, I'm gonna to have to change your your text tone to mouse droid to mouse droid. <laughs> nice. And then I I have um my ringtone is actually the Imperial March, and that went off the other day, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's funny. Mine is the Imperial March, but it's the elevator version, so it's oh. hold on. Mine's actually from. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I had the same one from from Blue, from Blue Harvest. Yes. Yeah, I I heard that. And I'm like, that's my new ringtone. Mine is from the uh, one of the strategy games. Nice. Okay. So it's kind of more of like a like a rock version. <laughs> now, now for me, for me, back when I think it was 2005 for Star Wars weekends, they did oh, 2004, either four or five. They did Jedi Mickey plush. Either five or six, I want to say it was 2005, they did what was called Darth Mickey. And it didn't last long because then, because they came out and said, look, Mickey's never a bad guy. So people were in line were going, if you're looking to buy Mickey making fun of Darth Vader, stand in line here. So I, I bought two. And then when my daughter was born, I gave her a jet. We, we bought a Jedi Mickey for her. And then I gave her the Darth Mickey. But I had created a ringtone 
this is when um, Singular had the deal with Star Wars for Revenge of the Sith for the Star Wars phones from Sony. And I created this ringtone and it went off one day when my wife and I were guests in the park and I had people willing to pay me 500 bucks for the ringtone. Like, yeah, no, not for sale. <laughs> it's one of your pals. Gosh, you sure are popular. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. That is amazing. I don't Actually, use it. I don't. I, I keep it on my phone, but I don't use it. <laughs> That's so crazy. We have that Jedi Mickey as well. I, I will take. I'll have to find. <laughs> I don't know where my Mickey's are. Of course, it's in storage, but we do have it. If you search Darth Mickey plush on Google, you'll see what the Darth Mickey looked like. <sighs> <laughs> then, then shortly after it changed uh, uh, I think the next year it changed to Darth Goofy and I did not get the Goofy I wish I did and we don't have that one Darth Goofy that'd be good to have that'd be a good collector's item Darth Mickey's a great collector's item yeah around here somewhere you guys are making me miss all my stuff in storage. I'm like, man, I wish I had that with me now. <laughs> That's what we do best. <laughs> what, make people miss stuff? <laughs> make them remember and be nostalgic and stuff. Sure. That's it. Well, I'm being nostalgic and I know, I know I have it. I know I had it on display. I just don't remember where it went. <laughs> so I'm looking around my room. Um, what with oh well, I guess going back to the parks, I know you you said you've been to Galaxy's Edge West quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um what is something you really want to do? Do you want to go back to Galaxy's Galaxy Edge West? Do you want to come eat come to East? Is there another place maybe east that you want to visit? Um what's something that uh your your fandom just says, I gotta get I gotta get to? Well, I mean, if we're talking uh, money not being an object, I would go to Star Wars Celebration in the UK this year. But oh. <laughs> uh, from what but. I hear, that's that's still cheaper to go there than it is a two night stay at the Star Cruiser. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's something to consider. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is going to Galaxy's Edge East. I really want to experience Disney World and go there, not just the downtown Disney and the shops, but to actually go and see just everything that Disney World has to offer. Um, Everybody that has been to both has said that Disney World is better. So I'm really, really excited to go there. That that's what I've heard. And then I've seen some people who who have been to both but are but go to California more mm-hmm. question how is Florida better than California? Yeah, I I, 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 I wouldn't know how to explain that. <laughs> I know that like at least in because I like I said, I lived in Florida for eight months. So I know that there's always just a possibility of just downpours whenever. Um, So in California, I feel like the weather might be a little bit better, a little less muggy, a little bit less of a chance of rain. Um, And of course, I am partial to California so far just because I know the entire layout. And we went there, what, three, four times a year? Went there like three, four times a year when we were living in California because we're only like two hours away. So we would just drive down and be like, hey, let's go to Disneyland today. Like, whatever, you know, let's just (laughs) it's a day trip. Let's go. Um, so I'm partial just because I know the entire layout, but I, I know that my, my friends come over from Scotland and they love Disney world. They've been to Disneyland, but they like Disney world better. So, I mean, if they're any judge, which they are, cause they both have impeccable taste. Um, <laughs> they say that Disney world is better. 
I could say being a, a long time Disney cast member here in Florida, it seems like recently California, or it seems like there was a while California was trying to add stuff that we had here out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you trying to clone our stuff? out there <laughs> why can't they be separate mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden california adventure they got to be a little separate you now pixar pier avengers campus well we can't have adventures here uh, because of the universal contract um but instead of cars we have toy story mm-hmm. which i think is great having two different franchises between the two absolutely so but we also just got tron which amazing <laughs> really yeah. okay i really have to go <laughs> i just wrote it sunday yeah my wife and i are planning uh, we um had our 15th anniversary this past summer um but when we 20 we're planning on we're going to do we're saving now because we want to do the full everything disney so we're going to stay at the star cruiser and then go to one of the resorts and do the rest of the parks it's a good idea that's a lot saving now for it that's a lot of money yeah yeah Yeah, we're gonna need a we need a whole bunch of money and i really don't feel like getting a mortgage just to go to disney star Star cruiser loan right now is going to cost you five to six grand for the for the state another four years and that'll be cheaper (laughs) We hope. If it doesn't crash before then. Yeah, we're we're hoping to go next year, but I don't know if we're gonna do the whole experience just because we're we wanna take everyone. We wanna take the whole family. So with four kids it's a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was uh, commenting to my wife uh, late last week. I'm like, wow, a year ago this time, I was starting my adventure at the Star Cruiser. Um, my, wow. my The two months that I was there, uh, I was part of opening team. So I, wow. I was there opening day. And it's, it's just such a fun venue. It really is. Um, but I agree. It, the price is just it's too much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I understand some of it, but there's still a lot of it. It's like, I don't understand why it's this high. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. When I saw prices, I was like, oh, okay. We won't (laughs) be doing that anytime soon. (laughs) Um, Favorite project that you like of Star Wars that you feel is underrated? Oh, my God. Are we talking like Lucasfilm or just in general, just anything? Anything. Anything. And then, we'll, and then we'll narrow it down afterwards to just Lucasfilm. Because, I mean, I'm partial. So I feel like even though we have an amazing fan base for KOTOR, I feel like there there's too many people that are focused on the animation aspect and that they don't like the fact that it's, you know, the same animation as Xbox. So I think that people are a little bit critical of that when they're not focusing on the fact that there's a great story and the fact that we have such great voice actors on the projects. So, I mean, again, I'm partial. So I feel like that should be, that would probably be one of my top ones that I think is underrated. Makes makes sense. Um, What about Lucasfilm project? Oh my God. Oh, that's so hard. We we ask the easy questions. You ask such easy questions because it's (laughs) it's crazy. Because everybody has an opinion about everything when it comes to Lucasfilm stuff. Everybody. Everybody has an opinion about everything. Um, and no and opinion I, is wrong because it's your no, opinion. That's well, that yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I don't know. I feel like there's there's a lot of people who didn't give the Force Awakens the the love that it deserved just because it was. 
a newer thing. And I mean, it was huge, but there are, I've seen so many people just disparage it. I actually lost a friend over that freaking movie. So really? like, someone just kept, yeah, he kept ragging on me about it. And I was like, dude, you got to stop ragging on me for liking The Force Awakens. Like, this is just stupid. Because, you know, as somebody who grew up with Star Wars, and then we didn't have anything for so long. Mm-hmm. And then that came out and it just reignited this flame of just love for Star Wars. And I, you know, I just feel like there were, there were a lot of people who just discredited it before they even really gave it a chance. Um, I, I've had people argue with me, oh, Force Awakens, it's just a rehash of A New Hope. Like, yes. did you, did you yeah. like Phantom Menace? Oh, I love Phantom Menace. <clears throat> rehash of A New Hope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Then I hit. Almost, I, almost like Star Wars is designed to be told in circles. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Point exactly. out uh, yeah. the obvious. It's like, what makes Force Awakens the same as A New Hope? And they mention it, and I go, oh, just like in Phantom Menace, there's this. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They don't want to look at that, though. They're just like, nope, I want to hate. I want to hate something. So they just, you know, it's whatever. You know, you yeah. can't reason with them. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, in my opinion, I think that was one because I saw that like seven times in the theater. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, <laughs> this has just been like, not, not, um, Phantom Menace, um, Force Awakens. Um, but yeah, I was just like, you know, this just, this is like new and exciting. And it's, it's, it, you know, we haven't had anything in years. And I don't know. It just, I, I feel like, uh, again, like with younger generations, it may have, you know, brought them to the fandom and, I love that. I love that. I don't, I don't like, like you said, no opinion is wrong. You know, I mean, it's your opinion. And if you love something, love it, love it hard. I love that. Anybody loves anything. Star Wars. I want more people to love and appreciate it. That's, that's all I care about. Well, out of the three um, sequel films, I remember when we wa- we were doing this when that one first came out. Uh, yeah, we were. That was early on us doing the show here, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, but it, we it, it agreed, came out. Uh, it came out the year before we started the show. Yeah, that out of the, especially out of the three sequel films, that's the one that actually it caught the um, the spectacle. But um, the one thing I think that the other two films kind of missed was the fun and adventure that is Star Wars. That the first yeah. movie was a straight adventure. It was. Um, all out running, dodging, fighting. The second two movies somehow missed a lot of that. Just the straight fun and the adventure that makes Star Wars fantastic on screen. The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker misses the the kid element, where you know, it, you know, Star Wars in general is supposed to be a kids movie focused on the kids that adults would love. Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker seem more adult films that kids maybe will understand instead of a kids film that adults will love mm-hmm. force awakens nailed it mm-hmm. film that kids loved my daughter loves force awakens it's one of her top three films mm-hmm. um but she she ranks the last jedi and rise of skywalker lower even though mm-hmm. porgs are in the last last jedi and she loves porgs hey we love porgs too they taste like chicken they do <laughs> Um, so I'm not going to ask what was your favorite sequel trilogy movie because you pretty much alluded it's going to be Force Awakens. What about prequel? That's tough. I I haven't really been as um, attentive to the prequels as I have any of the other films. 
Those were more like my kids' favorite films. You know what I mean? Makes sense. But we love we love Darth Maul though. We love Darth Maul. Okay. So I mean, you know, you, you gotta you gotta give Darth Maul like all the credit. I mean, he's amazing. Um, but those were more like those were more like the ones that my kids were my older children. I have children in their twenties, so um, those were more like their favorites. Um, those were the ones that they grew up on. Um, so I don't know. I really don't. I know that Phantom Menace is probably my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. I'd say Phantom Menace is probably my least favorite. If, if that, the other two, I would probably put them around the same, same category. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Phantom Menace is definitely my least favorite. I, I, I guess I could go. I'm going to say correct answer is Attack the Clones. These guys are going to tell you correct answer is Revenge of the Sith, but it's okay. No, I agree with the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, I like the Phantom Menace better than, um, no, I honestly do like the Phantom Menace better than um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, but uh, for me, Attack of the Clones is the worst film in the in all nine. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Revenge of the Sith, you'd put that at the, okay, all right. So like Revenge of the Sith is the second best of the um, prequels for me. Okay. Not I me. That. I would. I don't I like it. Around. I go backwards, I guess. I think I go Revenge of the Sith, then Attack of the Clones, and and Phantom Menace is the one I like the least. That's that's exactly like that's where I would I would go with that. Absolutely. See, I I, I, I agree with Derek a hundred percent on that. I I go Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, then Revenge of the Sith. Really? Wow, yeah. you're that really guy. you put you put oh, Revenge at the last. You're the one of uh, uh, really? uh, the prequels. Oh, come on, guys. You get, I'm, I'm, no. This is a reaction I, I totally expect from Christina because she <laughs> first time with us and us having this conversation. We've had this conversation before. Y'all shouldn't be surprised. And it still blows my mind every time. Hey, the, yeah, Attack of yeah, Clones was a great movie if they did had no love story at all. <laughs> they didn't and have they a love story. That movie. <laughs> yeah. All the Pat and Anakin stuff kills the entire film. <laughs> See, even, oh, even yeah. though That's that was surprising, the, even though that was a love story, I didn't see it as much of a love story as I saw uh, the love story in Revenge of the Sith. That's interesting. But again, no opinion is wrong. So, oh. I mean, that's your, you know, that's it's surprising. Wait, wait. I, 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 like I said, each other, picking on each other about it, though. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that's that's the way it goes, though. But, yeah, I, I definitely agree with Derek. I, I would put those in the exact same order. Okay. Yep. Original trilogy. Oh, come on. Empire. It's my favorite. Yep. It's my favorite. Agree. It came out. It came out the year I was born. It's my favorite. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> it's the best. Now I feel old. I know, right? Wait, I thought I was not old, that old. Though. Not that bad for me. Wait, what year were you born? Oh, okay. Mike and Derek are old. <laughs> Thanks. All right, I need to know because I th- I thought I was old because I'm 80. So who's old? Who's older than me? <laughs> you were born in 80. Yeah. Yeah, I got All you. All of beat. us are older than you. <laughs> Come on. I was born six months before Star Wars. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Okay. Um, this coming Saturday is my birthday, and I will be turning forty-nine. Forty-nine. Okay, Max, you're older than that. My husband's older than that. <laughs> so you said you were born in eighty. Yes. So you well, were... almost eighty-one. Okay, so you you will turn forty-three this year. Yes, December. I got you by ten years. Wow. Okay. I will, I will turn fifty-three in August. That, oh my God! So will my husband. Wait, what, August what? Twenty-fourth. Oh, okay. You're the third. Oh well. So actually, you're older. He's older Max than me. Max is the oldest. Yeah. Max is the oldest. But he's not on the show. <laughs> no, but he's I, sitting right here. So 
I remember being 43. It was so long ago. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm only 42. <laughs> no, there. You were, born, you were born in 74, right? Yep. Yeah. So you and Melissa are the same age. My wife, she'll turn 49 this year. It's a, weird being in a room and being the um, youngest of the hosts. And then I have a 13-year-old kid. Oh, I have a 13-year-old. Mine just turned They're 13 They're right here in, in the room. Mine turned 13 in, back in November. Mine turned 13 in June. I have a 12-year-old cat. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old cat. Holy shit, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know we've asked a lot of questions. I want to flip the tables. And it's something we oh. do with guests. I'm going to let Christina ask us some questions. I am so bad at asking questions. You act so surprised, (laughs) and I you act so you act so surprised that I I did this, and I even told you I was going to do this. You did, you did, you did, and I said I'll try to think of something. She didn't Um, believe you. I didn't, I didn't. Um, And you guys actually answered one of my questions. Well, actually, you didn't really answer it because I was going to ask what your favorite film was of the entire franchise. Oh, ooh, the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Empire. Empire. Agreed. Jedi. Wow. Okay. Youngins. <laughs> See, out, of the, out of the original trilogy, Empire is my least favorite of the three. Wow. wow. I never hear that from anybody. Usually, everybody, it's universal. Like, Empire is like the, the movie. If you're, you know? if you're going by the merit of um, what is the best film of the three made, then Empire pretty mm-hmm. much gets it. But yeah. okay. what is my favorite is Jedi. <laughs> It's okay. F- it's funny. When I turned 50, that was the 40th anniversary of, of Jedi, or not Jedi, of Empire. So for my 50th birthday, we went and saw uh, the 40th anniversary screening. Of course, it was during COVID. Um, so it was my daughter's one time that she saw an original trilogy film on, on the big screen, even though it was a special edition. And immediately she said, Daddy, Empire 1, Force Awakens 2. No, Empire 1, Rogue 1, 2, Force Awakens 3. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Two original. Now, and she's the sequel era, you know, from the sequel era. Yeah. And two original trilogy eras are ahead of uh, of sequel trilogy with her. Brilliant. And this, and you, she was 11 at the time. You raised her right. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's good stuff. Yeah. For me, Empire. Um, if I had to go top three, it'd go Empire, Rogue One, uh, and then Star Wars. Okay. It, it's hard for me to call Good it a new hope. It's, it, it was Star Wars when I saw it in the theater. It was just Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, by the time I got to it, it was already a new hope. <laughs> I think I would have to put a new hope for, um, it would be Empire, then I would have to do a new hope, and then maybe Rogue One. But yeah. just because it's the first Star Wars movie, I have to put that higher. Yeah, I get that. Rogue okay, One, and, Rogue One oh, was the ahead. video game that I always wanted, never got. <laughs> All right, so do you guys read, do you like read the Star Wars books or do you read the novels? Um, I haven't read anything in a little while, but. I do the, my other question. I do the audio oh, books and I also do the comics. Okay. I have, quite I, was a, gonna... I have quite a few of the books though. Okay. Cause that was my other question was like, who's your favorite character from like the novels or anything Anything from novels, comics, whatever. Um, I know Mike's every way around. No Mike's <laughs> from from the comics. Uh, it, it's the it's the three or four that that are that should be grouped together and be considered a. It's one unit. Um, BT one triple zero black chrysanthemum doctor Afra. 
Nice. Those are my top <laughs> top characters from 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 written word. So you don't even have like a top one. You have like a a top. It's that five. it's that top group. <laughs> I consider that group one. Nice. I I love nice. Afra. I love Afra. Uh, will collect anything Afra. I will. I love Wookiees in general. Um, I'm actually holding a fucking Doctor Afra right now. <laughs> which, Here you go, Max. Which size? Uh, which one is that? Black Series Vintage Collection. Let me see. Actually, it's just my husband handed it to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even know you had this. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> There's some explaining to do. You're holding out on me, man. <laughs> the catastrophe con. I wish I had my camera because I could... Oh, you started getting the comics and you didn't tell me? You suck. Let's <laughs> tell you what. 20, we got 24, we got 30 with the comics. This one is like a graphic novel. Okay. This is beautiful. You, what? You, you know what? You don't you, let me read these. Christina, <laughs> what? what you do is you go create a Marvel, go go buy a Marvel Unlimited subscription and you can get all of them up to about three months ago. No way. Uh, okay. On Marvel Unlimited. Okay, because I didn't even know that he had these. Afra's great. Uh, Started, you know, she was created by Karen Gillian for the volume one of Vader. Mm -hmm. And then when he wrapped that series, he then created the first volume of of Afra. No way. And she was originally created for the comics and has taken off. These are amazing. These are gorgeous. I'm just flipping through and these are gorgeous. Wow. I didn't even know you had these, you son of a... (laughs) 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 I could have read those. They're in plastic and everything. Nice. I don't know, fellas. I got a bad feeling about this. (laughs) I'm just mad I didn't get to read them yet. <laughs> I'm telling you, safest way so you don't ruin his books, just go get the Marvel Unlimited subscription. Marvel Unlimited. All right. I'm gonna do that. Okay, so Derek and Ken haven't answered yet. What do you what about you guys? Mine actually goes a little ways back. Um and it's actually from the uh Star Wars Young Jedi Knights series. And it's actually a character called Zek. He was like okay. a street kid who grew up on Coruscant who was actually best friends with Jason and Jaina. And you find out eventually he um, he ends up being the leader or the um, top dark Jedi in what they call the Shadow Academy, which was the opposite of Luke's Jedi Academy nice. for a while. And then eventually he flips sides and comes to the light side. But he was Jaina, basically Jaina's um, almost boyfriend, kind of the kid you always grew up with, your best friend. Mm-hmm. That's who this kid was. And he was just a street kid from Coruscant. Awesome. So what happened? He got friend zoned and then he became a bad guy. <laughs> well, they didn't quite go into all that as much, but <laughs> but this was that. Yeah, that was back in mid to late nineties is when the series was put out. That was actually one of my favorite series to come out. I remember sitting there waiting months for the book to the next book to come out. Nice, Derek. So to you now. No. I mean, <clears throat> I gotta go with Thrawn. Yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn amazing yeah. character, or is an amazing character still. We're about we're about to see him in live action. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. I would love to see Sizor in action too. Live yeah, action I would well. too. Oh, <laughs> they gotta bring him into the current canon first. Yeah. No, technically that was one that was in canon already. Who Shizor? Shizor? No, Shadows of the Empire yeah. is not canon. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That was one that George Lucas had said was in canon. No, not according to Disney canon. When canon. When Story Group came in. All of that they went based on Lucas's initial comments of the expanding universe was not canon, so everything was not canon, and a lot of people were going. Those who were okay with that were arguing, but he says Shadows was canon, and they they didn't take the argument. Well, I'm not taking their argument, so there you go. <laughs> well, I agree. I mean, Shadows was a great story. It's just 
just stay canon. It's just like Kotar is a is a great story arc between the two games, and yeah. it should it should be canon. Well, it's Absolutely. about to be. I hope so. Um, Same. <laughs> you you have any other questions, Christina? I think that was it because you guys actually answered my other question, which was just whether or not you were excited about playing KOTOR like the remake on PC and Switch and we already talked about that yes now is that coming out for Xbox also I think you it's know, I don't know. Some no. I, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was just PC mm. PC and Switch That'll yeah it's coming Switch. out on you Switch oh what about do you have Switch no oh, Switch is such a good console I have all yeah. the Xboxes but well my wife is, an, is a Halo fan so I have all the Xbox consoles I love Halo <laughs> I, I, I played on my PC I never really got into Halo yeah, I never really got into it as much either. Of all the new stuff that's coming, that's been out on Disney Plus or is coming, what what's your favorite that you go back and rewatch or you you guys stay on top of? For me, yes, Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, I actually have not had a chance to um, to watch Obi Wan yet. Interesting, and that's and that's my bad because we've been trying to renovate the damn house. So <laughs> it's been it's been a huge undertaking. <laughs> so I haven't had a chance. And I also um, I'm weird in the sense that when it's winter, I won't watch certain things because I don't like winter. So I'll wait <laughs> until the spring to watch certain things. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't like winter and you you moved back to New England. huh? And I moved back to New England like an idiot. The problem is, is that it was just because my family was like, oh, we miss you so much. And I was like, all right, I'll move back. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more of a California or Florida, anywhere warm. I'm a, I'm a tropical person, 100%. How do I convince you to move back to Florida? Oh, my God. I don't know. Disney Get rid of the humidity world. somehow. I know. <laughs> the humidity was a killer, though. Oh, it's nothing compared to living in Louisiana, which I did that, too. North Carolina is, a, is crazy, too, because um, I actually was filming in North Carolina on film set. And uh, that was brutal. That was brutal. Okay. Yeah, the humidity there was unbelievable. I was like, I've never, even in Florida, I don't think it was that bad, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it could be bad, but you, you still have uh, you still have coastal winds that, yeah, that can make true. it tolerable. Yeah, it's just absolutely. really bad after a rain, after a rainstorm. After a rainstorm. Yep. I've been, I went to Universal Studios and I remember it rained in the morning and then afterwards it was just so muggy for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But that was your problem. Yep, exactly. You went to Universal exactly. Studios. Oh, I know. It was it was my best friend took me when we were like 24. And he was like, hey, my family's paying for everything. Come to Florida because they want me. They want you to keep me like occupied so they don't have to deal with me. And I was like, that's a deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. Then, then I'll, I'll say you didn't pay for it. Great deal. Great, exactly. Great trip. Great trip. <laughs> yeah, really? Exactly. <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, cool. All right. I'll occupy. <laughs> for the week <laughs> that'll be great so yeah but it was uh it was amazing and um i think the only reason why i didn't stay in florida is because i was in jacksonville that explains a lot yep jacksonville was wild that yeah. was wild we saw like shootouts and everything i was like all right you, yeah you, we you need to move you need to come further south more central in florida that's that's what i hear yes yeah. i hear that central florida is much more agreeable yeah i would <laughs> like jacksonville but that's uh, but that's because it's the home of um AEW. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, Jacksonville is a whole. Being a port city, it, it's mm. it's a whole other. It's a whole other beast for Florida. Yeah, it was wild there. So, um, where can people find you online? 
I am pretty much, I use the same handle for everything, um, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, anything. Um, I am CC Nichols is where you can find me. I'm on IMDb. If you just look at my name, Christina Nichols. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere. If you just Google my name, it'll come up with like the first two pages are just all my social media and things that I've done. Okay. Go check her out as the voice of Stelia on, I'm probably mispronouncing it, probably have been mispronouncing it all night and all my life, but it's okay. Um, check, check her out on YouTube. Just search Star Wars Night, uh, Knights of the Old Republic to see the different films and, and check those out because I know I will be checking those out as well. Definitely. Because um, I love Knights of the Old Republic. And we do, we do it justice. So you guys that's, will love it. That's great. I, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts or questions, guys, before we go? No, just thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yes. Fun. It was fun. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate that you asked me on here. This was amazing. It was super fun. And you are welcome to come back anytime. Definitely. I'd love I'd love that. I'd love that. This has been amazing. I love geeking out with you guys. And actually, when the, when the new film comes out, maybe we get some more cast members on as well. That would be great. So. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll throw it out there to them too and just see you know, if anybody is uh, available to do that, that would be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So on that note, uh, hey, J7, would you please? Last call, folks. Any final orders before I shut the bar down? I need to get that programming fixed. No, <laughs> there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2!